Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grads uh, Daily Podcast on Stocks and Finance. It's Friday, January 26th, after market session hours. Uh, welcome back, everyone. We have a lot to cover. Before I jump into the uh, the day, I wanted to uh, give a quick uh, shout-out and recommendation for a restaurant if you're ever in New York. Um I'm sure you know of Daniel, um, the famous chef Daniel uh, Boulay. Um, he has a restaurant down by Financial District called La Gratin. And I wanted to shout them out because they took uh, my wife and I without reservations. Uh, it's near where we are. And uh, the food there is excellent. Um, if you have the time, you can even just pull up. Uh, to the bar, they have the full menu there, but their La Gratin burger is really uh, exquisite. I recommend it. Um, I mean, it's a $29 burger, so it's going to be good, right? So um, I digress. Let's jump right in. So on Friday, the session, we had 628 new highs versus 102 uh, new lows for the day, and 52% were advanced. 52% uh, were advancing, and 42% were declining. Uh, when you take a look at the 50-day, uh, 32% were below it, and 35% were below the 200-day. Um, it's tough to kind of go through this. Um, and a macro level, so I'm going to kind of do a little bit more of a deep dive. And it was kind of a strange day, too, because a lot happened, and I had a lot of blind spots because uh, the way I saw the market was while there was all this stuff happening, um, to me, to, to my eyes, to my trained eyes, and I had a lot of positions on the table, and I had to obviously uh, babysit those, and I'll kind of walk through why in a second. Um, I felt that really the only game in town was to watch NVIDIA, to watch Breath, and to watch the 10-year yield. Um, and let me tell you why. So, and I'll post charts of this because sometimes like talking about chart and technicals uh, is hard to do on the audio podcast without a screen share. Um, but when you take a look at the top five uh, components of the semiconductor index, you have AMD, uh, you have Broadcom, NVIDIA, Qualcomm, and Intel. And when you compare their performance from October of 2022, which is right before the rally, when if you recall, if you've been following me, we were at the edge of a cliff uh, about to crash, um, and then rates got cut, and then we rallied really hard. So from that starting gate to now, if you look at those top five uh, semiconductor companies, NVIDIA is way far out, like ahead. Uh, they're up like 400% uh, or some crazy metric like that. Uh, it was like, actually, it's like 
Um, it's just like not even close, right? The, 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 the next best is Broadcom and AMD at like 78 and 83% gain. So when you take a look at just the semiconductors, there's no point in looking at everyone, right? We already lost Intel today with their earnings and they were down like 11.5%. It's just NVIDIA. And then when you take a look at the Magnificent 7, I took the liberty of taking out Apple and Tesla because they're both underperforming. So if you just take the Magnificent 5 or the Fanta you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. We have the same thing. NVIDIA is outperforming everybody in that time frame in the order of magnitude of like 2x uh, higher uh, performance. So there's really no reason to watch all these different stocks when you want to look at the sentiment of the market and the animal spirits. It's just NVIDIA. Just, just watch NVIDIA, and that's what I was doing all day. And if you look at the uh, tick by tick, a five-minute chart, a one-minute chart, 15-minute chart, of NVIDIA and you overlay it to the ES or the S&P or QQQ, it's identical. NVIDIA is uh, dragging the market, whether higher or lower. And then you have breath, right? So um, I've already told the pledgers to my Substack. stack, uh, it's nothing proprietary, but in a sea of millions of different things to watch, it's one of the things that I've learned to work really well, and it's a, bar a barometric reading that I have um, adopted that's fairly accurate and has signaled to be risk adverse right now. And it is tied to breath readings, um, more of a long-term breath reading trend, and it doesn't look good. Um, and it's usually right directionally. Uh, the timing not, might not be to the day or to the week, but it's rarely ever wrong. So it, it could be the beginning of uh, a momentum shift. So I have a ton of hedges on, on, the, on the table. I have hedges for my shorts that are long, and then I have my short positions. Um, and I'm babysitting those. And the reason why I'm babysitting them is if we're at the beginning of a trend change, which I'm not sure if we are, the evidence tells me that we might be, when you go short at the top, you might get stopped out quite a bit, right? I'm not going to step in front of an NVIDIA train and go short NVIDIA and it goes up another 50% on me. Um, so... I'm just using NVIDIA as an example, okay? Because I'm not short NVIDIA directly. Um, my point is whether you're going short after a long bull market that's changing direction or if you're going long after a very long, uh, prolonged session of being bearish in a recession, uh, you want to be careful because uh, prices can... Uh, Stop if you don't have a stop, prices can roll, roll you over. Um, so I'm babysitting my entries right now, and uh, I didn't want to look at all the different things I usually look at. So I was super focused on 
NVIDIA uh, breath readings and the 10-year yield. Um, but with that said, um, let's take a look at some of the things that happened here today in the markets. Uh, I already walked through breath, but if you look at the groups uh, in sectors, energy was the leader today. So not technology, right? So uh, technology with Intel reporting and being down so bad and dragging everything down was the worst performer. There were basically that and real estate were the only red sectors for Friday. The leading to the upside was energy, consumer defensive, healthcare, consumer cyclical financials. And if you take a look at uh, what was up and down, right? Like you had, so NVIDIA was down just about 1% down 0.95 but if you take a look at the semiconductor uh, index they were the least down everything else was down like two percent plus and then Intel you had down almost 12 percent uh, but just to give you a sense ABGO down two percent it's Broadcom AMD down 1.7 Qualcomm down 2.4 uh, Micron down 1.2 uh, MCHP down three um, you know clack everything was down in the semiconductor space uh, but nvidia was basically holding up all of the semis and nvidia was holding up all of technology by itself um, and why do i say that you had microsoft down a quarter percent quarter percent uh, you had uh let's see who else apple down almost a percent um you had google uh, it was a nothing burger they were up 0.1 percent meta up a quarter percent uh but you had a lot of other tech names like adobe down 1.4 synapse is down 1.6 uh texas instruments down two percent uh technology was kind of a bloodbath because of intel but you did have uh, a little bit of fight back from tesla it closed up 0.34 percent it really needs to fight here it's like at um, Tesla closed today at 183. It really needs to hold onto this 180 level, and you know, God willing for Elon Musk, it'll rally to the 50 or the 200 day. Because if it doesn't, we're going to 150s uh, pretty quick. And then you had a lot of the healthcare names. Um, all the money moved back out of tech into healthcare. So you had Eli Lilly up 1.8. You had. Uh, UNH up 1.9. Um, so yeah, it was just a, a move to a lot of defensive names today. So that's kind of the complexion that I was able to gather after the market close. Um, Bitcoin bounced pretty heavily. It's up to like 41,000. But keep in mind, we're rallying into a falling 50 and 200 day moving average. Uh, what was strong on my radar? Airbnb was up 5.28%, which is amazing to me. Uh, Hovanian, which is a home builder, up 4.8%. Uh, that was really the summary of the day. I think uh, it was a mixed bag, but my recommendation is to keep watching uh, the Magnificent 7, but with a hyper-focus on NVIDIA. Uh, keep watching the earnings. There's a ton of earnings coming out next week. Um, all the big names are reporting like Apple, um, but then January 31st on Wednesday is the Fed rate decision, and that's really the, the title fight. 
It doesn't matter what anyone reports. If the Fed gives what everyone wants and is very dovish, it won't matter what anyone reports. Like Apple could report double the sales. Um, if they don't give what the market wants, the Fed, Apple will crash. Uh, even if they double sales for iPhones, it just doesn't matter. So the Fed rate decision is on Wednesday, um, but there's a ton of earnings coming out uh, along with it next week. So have a great weekend. I will see you all after the Monday session. All right, later.